beautiful subconscious. I hope you are fabulous. I'm your host, Shell Marie. And today's episode, we are going to be discussing about why your whys can be conflicted and it has you feeling stuck. So this is an idea that I experienced not so long ago where there's one thing that I was like wanting, driving for, and yet I'm just like, why do I constantly feel this space of being stuck? What plays out that we are becoming more aware of is what we consciously want and what we subconsciously want could be two completely different things. And we touched on it in the last episode where, yeah, like I'm consciously asking for this, but then it's just, you know, I'm going in another direction. What the heck? This is exactly that where you are consciously wanting one thing, but your subconscious has a story playing out about that result. And so it will inverted commas, sabotage you in protection of not allowing that outcome to actualize because it believes it is not going to be in your best interest. And you know, our subconscious, we're working on old primitive circuitry. We're working with circuitry that we accumulated from young ages where we didn't have the wisdom to know any better. And so we're working with a, you know, a 4,000 year old brain where with modern day lives and the modern requests and desires that we want. So it's going to take a bit of reprogramming to get it all on the right track. We got to update our software. And so how it played out for me is this year I've been going all in. I've been going all in with my work and just seeing where I could take it, where I could take what I do. And that's the season I'm in, the season of my career. And simultaneously, obviously balancing out as a parent and honoring my own self needs and the juggle, the modern day juggle that I know you're all very, very familiar with. So on a conscious level, I want to build an empire. I just want to help and see where else I can bring kinesiology, where else it can expand to. And so I'm so driven by that. Why? Because I just think this is an area where we all have our power stored. And we, when we tap into that, there is nothing that any one of us cannot achieve if we just align our subconscious to it. And I see so many people, you know, and this is my own personal experience as well, where we can limit ourselves and punish ourselves for situations that we play out in our head that have probably spun into a whole different new situation where we're just allowing ourselves to let that harm us on our internal circuitry and it holds us back. It sort of chips away at our confidence. There's emotions that come from it where we feel shame or regret or guilty. Guilt, we know parent guilt, that's something that I'm, you know, I feel like that's a journey that, you know, the the layering of that keeps showing and we're getting through so much of it and and releasing it. And, And now I love getting to a space where with this line of work, you can be like, oh, is that, that's what's playing out? Oh God, yeah, no, move it. So you can depersonalize it a lot more than getting hooked on the emotion, hooked on the story, you know, beating yourself up about it. It's just literally data that comes through. You see it, it comes up, you consciously bring awareness to it. Like, oh, no way. That's what that was. Okay. No, 
all right, later, bye, next. And so it does become so efficient in bringing up your own beautiful junk and letting it go. Sometimes you get some curly ones for sure, but the same process applies. You see it for what it is, a curly bit of subconscious that was holding on for its own existence to keep you safe. And now with that greater awareness, you understand that it's not needed anymore and you can let that go and all the attachments that have uh, been constructed from that. So yes, I want to build an empire. I absolutely, and it's it's happening, it's underway. But the journey has been stop and start, it feels. Stop and start, stop and start. Why? Because subconsciously I have conflicts that override that. I have my own wounds or I had my own wounds playing out from my childhood where this similar situation had occurred and it wasn't all roses for me. Let me explain. So my dad, he is no longer with us and he built an incredible empire later, what would deem to be later in life, where he went back to high school in his 30s, went to university, was studying a double degree full-time whilst working full-time as a taxi driver during the evening. So I was only, you know, this was at an early age where I think he used to ride me on his bike to UWA on the back seat, you know, a, a good well, a drive of 25 minutes away from the city. So riding obviously is a lot longer than that. And just be sitting in on his lectures and come back, just study, 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 work at night, just like forever, just constantly on. When he's finally home, he wants to sleep. So, you know, the guy had drive and perseverance and he wanted to break the cycle of our, you know, the poverty that he grew up in and the, the lower socioeconomics that he grew up in. And so, I commend him for what he was able to break and what he was able to give to us. And I, there's parts of me, there's a part of me that aspires to be that. And I'm like, yes, I witnessed not having much room, this little rental box of a home and to then start having more things. And I remember <laughs> one of my like milestone moments was he took us out to dinner. So this was probably when I was like 12 so he's just like, you can have anything you want on the menu, this beautiful Italian restaurant in Fremantle. And I was like, can I have like the cookies and cream Sunday for dinner? And he's just like, yeah. I'm like, stop, we have made it. And that was, you know, that was when we were still in our, were we still in our little rental box? I'm not really sure. But progressively, you know, we got more and more things, started to go on beautiful holidays. He helped us with our cars and helped us. We could just, life was financially a lot more spacious. And we grew up in such a stressed out environment of money, got to break it, got to break it, work hard, work hard, this, and just the financial strain and the lack of presence that we had as kids growing up because that was, they just had to grind to break that cycle. My mum included, you know, she was a full-time nurse. And so I saw not having much to what he could achieve and uh, it blew my mind and, and how he set us up is just, I'm forever grateful. But then underneath all of that, there is still a little girl that plays out where she was wounded not having her dad available. She was, that was her big protector, her best friend. We got along great all the time. We'd muck around all the time. And so to have that not available was heartbreaking and to not have parents that were physically there a lot of the time during the day meant that we had to fend for ourselves. We had to have our own independence and, and I'm grateful for that independence. But yet at the same time, the lack of presence was wounding. And 
you don't realize it until you're really unpacking why like I'm not I can't like what's happening really happening here with what I'm wanting to move forward in 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 work and just like catapult myself but then every time I feel like I'm taking like three steps forward into the direction I want I see my kids like I'm like oh god no I don't want to become unavailable to them and so I'll stop put everything down and be like all right what are we doing here I want to be there for when they get home from school I want to be at their sports I want to just muck around with them I want to know all their friends I want to know what's going on in their world I want to be present and so that guilt kind of plays out of that. No, 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 no. Wait, don't get too successful because you are going to damage your kids. And look, on a higher level, we know that's every parent's fear, but we know that that's not necessarily truth, but that's what defaults. And that's the fear that plays out that can stop you from progressing in a really aligned state. And it took a bit of bringing that up to work out what's really playing out here. Like I want to be available to my kids, but I also want to build, you know, just grow in my career and just see where we can go with, with helping people from passion and, and, you know, moving their junk out the way. And so it's beautiful because as I'm doing that, I'm moving through my own. You lead by example in, in being like, all right, cool. There's something playing out here in this line of work. What I know to be true and truth for me is if it doesn't, if there's resistance or I'm hitting some brick walls, there's something playing out. And so I have the tools, which I'm so grateful for to really be able to bring this up and out. And, you know, I'm not like I've done a lot of work. There is no blame for my family. I'm like, like, you know, my parents, it's just like they, it's, it's compl- like when I think of it, it's so neutral within me. Had it always been that way? No freaking way. There was hurt. There was pain. There was resentment. There was like, you know, sadness, all of that stuff I had to move through and neutralize in order to get to a place where I'm just speaking about this as it was a part of my journey. It's all, you know, it, there was, there's gifts in and amongst it. The, the very reason why I feel so connected to my kids is because I didn't have that growing up and I know their friends. I love hearing where they're at in their life and how they're seeing the world through what they've got going on right now. And I just think it's the best freaking thing to be involved in their everyday life. I truly, truly think it's the funnest thing. I've got, you know, a teenager and everyone's like, oh, shit, a teenager. And I'm like, you know what? So far, so good. Like she's, I'm loving, I'm loving hearing it. And I think a lot of it was because I just wanted that support myself growing up. And yet here at the same time also came awareness that it doesn't need to be one or the other. It doesn't mean if I build an empire, I'm not going to be a present parent. If I'm a present parent, I've got to settle for, you know, X, Y, Z. Again, when did that become true? And when did I decide for that? And what other options are there? And so I'll always inquire. I'll always be curious as to, okay, these are the limits that are playing out. What else could there be? And so it took, yeah, it took a second just to kind of bring that up and be like, oh, shit, that was, that was, that's what was going on. Okay. I get that. Thank you. Thank you for showing me that because now I, with that knowingness, I am way more empowered. So I'm like ready. I'm aligned with my work. I'm just like, cool, let's do this. And then I can communicate to my kids like, Hey, look, this is the season that I'm in with work. And obviously I'm still here for you. Whenever you need, you just let me know. But then also communicate like, Hey, you might see me look a little bit like I'm like tunnel vision in my face might look stressed. This is not your responsibility to make better. This is not like, this is not about you in a sense where, Hey, mum's stressed shit. I better be extra, you know, 
I don't want you to take this on board like it's your stuff. This is my stuff and it might look like I'm stressed and look, there could be elements of that, but this has nothing to do with you. So please continue to enjoy life. Know that this is what it's all about. And I'm when I'm with you, I want us to like connect. I want to know what you're all about. Talk to me when you feel like, well, whenever, absolutely whenever. And I just want you to know that this is what it might look like. This is where it's at. It, this is just the season and it's because this is where we're wanting to go. And it's that open dialogue of communication and knowing like, hey, like I'm still available. That will just bridge so much. And that is what I feel really valuable now knowing what's playing out because we don't know what we consciously don't know. And I think having that communication and passing on the gift of if something's not feeling right or if that there's guilt there, you've got the ability to move it. Generational wellness is what my mentor, Aaron Sansoni, shared and it blew my mind. That is generational wealth to me. Generational wellness, how well you take care of how you feel and you live and your esteem and your confidence and your health and your life and your livelihood, that is generational wealth through generational wellness. And both of those two things, however you deem wealth to be, can work cohesively together. So that's that. I hope you took something from today's session, uh, today's session, whether this was a kinesiology session on one level or at least today's episode. And if you are looking to move through any inner conflicts that you feel could be playing out, hit me up. I've got for a limited time initial consult and session. So you'll get to have a taster of how our sessions work in order to, you know, feel the effects immediately and see what's happening. And yeah, experience for yourself just how intelligent and how forever your body is communicating and how aligning your subconscious to what you want is so available because what you want wants you back and you deserve it. So thank you for your time. Thank you for your, you know, just I'm grateful to share this space with you. And until next week, take care of you.